Recorded live. Well, hello, 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 my listening audience. It's your girl, Barbara McGee. It has been a minute since we have had an opportunity to speak to each other. I am so happy to be able to bring in 2018 with you all. This will be my first actual show with T25CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, since um, the new year. So I'm excited to be on board. I'm excited uh, to return home. I'm excited to be back broadcasting uh, with T25CL. So everybody, happy new year. And that's really kind of uh, what I wanted to talk about uh, today. I wanted to talk about, number one, having a new format for our show live with Straight Talk with the Hired Brush. Uh, You know that Rodney Best uh, was our executive producer for quite some time on our show. And we were able to have Rodney... um, give us a lot of wonderful shows. He is resting, working on getting better, and uh, we just want to shout out to him. We want to shout out to him and to his family because we know that wherever he is, our hearts are there as well. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about how we are going to augment or change or move forward in 2018. Uh, You know, it's kind of like when you have an iPhone. And most of us have iPhones and iLives. And, you know, this is really, you know, what we are basing our communication off of is being able to tap into uh, a generation, a new generation of understanding and communication, meaning that your phone is with you at all times. I can remember when I was younger, and uh, the phone was something that was yellow and had like a 50-foot cord, and I could pick it up, or my mom could pick it up, or, you know, my dad could pick up a receiver and listen in. I can remember things such as a party line. You know, party lines were really, really great. Like you could pay a, a, a cheaper price for your phone <laughs> and, uh, you know, actually use it when someone else wasn't using it. And when there was a party line, there were so many other people on the phone, I mean, you could listen to what they had to say. The whole idea is the phone was more of an event than an extension. In these days and times that we're living now, the phone has really become an extension of who you are. So if we think about having an extension, what is the most important thing about extending oneself? I'll tell you what it is right now. It's not to assume that you're going to be included on what's called the iOS upgrade for your life. 
And what I mean by that is, you know, what we used in the past will not work for us in our future. The things that we have engaged ourselves in and how we have presented ourselves going forward are really not going to be those same things. We need to stay engaged. We need to stay in education and recertification and study and just create an environment to want to know more or want to know how to live better or have your better your best life. I think um, it's refreshing to know that most of us are on that path. And uh, we want to really embrace this new year here at 225CL. We've got new programming. We've got a new um, actual show that's coming on in on Friday night. I have yet to meet these young ladies who are actually uh, the stars of the show on Friday night. But we have a new show on Friday night. Of course, Dr. Kwaku, who has soul vibrations, on Thursday night has a wonderful event that's going down in Sacramento, California. And I think everybody uh, should know about this event. I'm just going to read this event right quick, just so you know. Okay, it's the Sacramento Theological Seminary and Bible College proudly presents Elevating African Thought, Reclaiming the Tradition of African People Worldwide. And this is being hosted by Dr. Kwaku. It's going to be on, uh, in Sacramento with the Greater Sacramento Urban League. That's going to be 3725 Marysville Boulevard. That's uh, February 15th from 10 to 4. And there's going to be lunch. And uh, anyway, if you are interested, you can call our own Dr. Kwaku at 707-344-3919 and uh, check in if you're interested in attending or if you want more information about that event. So I just wanted to mention that. I think it's a great thing, and we want to support our own Dr. Kwaku. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit more about how not to rely on what was good for last year. Last year, in 2017, we've seen a lot of changes. I mean, we, looked, we, took, a lot of, we took a lot of heavy hits. I mean, we as Democrats saw a new president uh, that came into our um, into our lives, uninvited. Uh, We have had a lot of different scenarios that have happened. Some of us have lost loved ones. Some of us have lost jobs. Some of us have retired. Some of us, you know, have new jobs. Some of us have graduated uh, from college, like that happened for me last year. I was so excited. But we don't stop there, and we don't make a pause We can make a comma, but we can't make a period. Uh, We can't make a semicolon. We have to continue to move forward. And I think that's what's most important about what I'm talking about tonight. Uh, We don't want to rely on last year's information. I mean, let's face it. We've got a new tax year, uh, new tax rules for how we're going to 
um, pay our taxes or be assessed taxes, we've got uh, a whole new download for how we're going to be blessed this year and where the money is going to come from, where the opportunity is going to come from. And I think it's important for us to, to recognize that and to embrace it and to prepare for it. And I think that's what we have been missing. Now, with a Straight Talk Live, we have done a lot of uh, of discussions and given people opportunities to talk about upcoming events and things of that nature, things that have to do with um, the betterment of African-American people and uh, how to fight back and how to organize and how to put our agenda first, how to get on the ballot, how to work out our problems in spite of what's going on. This year, I believe we should operate in a different mindset. No longer do I believe that here at Straight Talk Live we should discuss things like why we're not going forward, what is holding us back as a people, you know, what has happened in politics as it relates to um, how we need to come together in solidarity. I believe that we're together. I believe that we're all educated enough to understand what's really happening. I believe that we all know uh, faced with certain changes right now in our lives that we are not actually um, creating for ourselves. These changes are happening no matter what's going on. Life is still uh, changing. And so I think it's important for us to recognize, you know, what's really happening and how these changes are um, going to affect us. So what we want to do at Straight Talk is we want to have an opportunity to discuss uh, not only what's happening and how life is changing, but we want to have an opportunity to talk, you know, a little bit more about where we are in history, how, not how we're going to get over, but how we are not going to assume that we have been upgraded how we're going to have to initiate the upgrade ourselves, how we're going to have to uh, reclaim our time, Uh, just like um, our senator was talking about Maxine Waters, about how time is really the most precious thing that is even more valuable than money. It's more valuable than relationships. Time is what we need to reclaim. Uh, so we have a caller. Let me uh, bring our caller on. Hey, you're live on Straight Talk. State your name and tell us, uh, did you have a question or a comment about the new format with Straight Talk Live? Hello? Okay, so we have a listener, and that's okay. Um, so uh, let me go back to what I was saying. If you wanted to comment, listener, we're here at Straight Talk 
talking about the new format going forward for 2018. I think it's important also to know that, uh, you know, if you missed the download at the first of the year, meaning if you didn't get that correct information, like how to move forward, if you didn't get the correct information about the new laws that have passed and how it's no longer a felony to have cannabis uh, if you have a medical card, but it's a felony to put um, different um, uh, uh, different illegal substances in the water stream. So that's the felony. So, I mean, we have really lived long enough to witness a complete change in what our reality is. From fake news to understanding and seeing something happening in the White House and then actually having it flip or be regurgitated to us in another method for whoever's benefit, but certainly not for ours. I think it's important for us to understand the value of time. I want to encourage everyone on this show to reclaim your time. Um, Get up 15 minutes earlier in 2018. You know, get yourself ready. And give yourself 15 minutes to rededicate your day. Uh, I mean, to take 15 minutes to pray for protection for your family, for your kids, for your parents, for your friends, for your life. I think it's important for us to understand that we are in dire times. And I think when we stick our head in the sand and we say, oh, everything will work out okay, everything, no, it's not. It's not if we do not engage ourselves and if we do not educate ourselves and if we do not reclaim our time. That's the most important thing you can do. Think about how often you scroll on your cell phone. Just one thought that I'm guilty of, that my children are guilty of, that you that are within the sound of my voice are guilty of. The amount of time that you scroll for personal entertainment, that amount of time could could be dedicated to studying 15 minutes on your new job, 15 minutes a day writing a new chapter in your book that you plan to publish, 15 minutes in writing your memoir, 15 minutes in even creating tapes. I remember back in the 80s, we used to create tapes in case something happened to us and we could pass them on to our our children. We could speak about our lives and our um, things that are great about our lives and the things that were negative about our lives. We've got another uh, caller here. Let me check and see. Hey, caller, you're on Straight Talk. Did you have a question or a comment? Okay, we're still listening, and that's cool. I'm just listening. Uh, go ahead, say that again. I'm just go listening ahead. tonight. Thank you. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Well, we welcome you, and we're so excited to know that you're just listening, and uh, uh, we are happy to have you there. Yeah, absolutely. So what is important about our time is said by uh, Pastor Devon Franklin. I don't know if anybody knows about him, 
But Devon Franklin is married to the actress Megan Good, and he spoke at our church in Riverside, California, uh, last week. And you can go to Mount Rubido Seventh-day Adventist Church, and you can download um, his sermons if you like. But it talks about our time and how to reclaim it and how to repurpose it and how that there's always alarms going off every day, every single day that we live. It's actually God telling you that I need you to focus on your gift. I've given you a talent. I have given you a measure of excellence, and you have yet to work on it. You have put it off. You have put it aside. You have used it for other reasons and other purposes than what is a divine manner. And I think that is one of the most important things that I can impart on my listening audience is to be able to recognize and walk in your gift. And what does that mean? I mean, what does it mean to have a gift and, okay, well, let's, let's, let's break that down. Let's break about, let's talk about talent. Some of us can sing naturally. Some of us can recite poetry. Some of us can write books. Some of us are really good supporting other people. Some of us are really good playing the piano or the violin. We're musicians. Some of us are really good at being in service to other people. I mean, these things don't come about because we are searching for them. They're just things that are part of our personal uniqueness that are gifts by God. And unless we're using those gifts to spread love and to create an inertia to make other people understand that, hey, you know what, we're running out of time, we're misusing our gifts. Now, there are other people uh, that, can you believe, they go and they train. They go and they, they work out and they put time in, and the time that they put in is to procure a talent. Now, what's the difference between what God gives you and those that go out and really work on it? Now, you know our entertainment director, Rosalind uh, Jordan-Mills, who has a show on Wednesday night, perfect scenario. She's got a God's gift. She's a wonderful singer. Uh, She works at Victory Outreach, that's her church. She's a praise team leader, choir director, songstress, recording artist. But the interesting thing about it is, is that she's been doing it so long, she still practices. She practices with the band. She practices new material. She practices with the choir. And I'm using her as an example because we know that to be professional is to harness your time, and make priority for practice. And I think that's the most important thing that we can do to show God that we really appreciate the talent that we've been given for free is to practice with those talents and to learn more about how 
we can use that in our daily lives to advance the love agenda and the acceptance agenda and the re-education every time you meet someone who's different than you. And I think that, you know, as an African-American woman, I think that I've noticed that the media has educated many of my white counterparts as to who I am, what I think, how I will react, and what is expected of me, you know, whether they feel that I'm angry, whether they feel that I feel that I'm looked over, whether they feel that I'm loud, whether they feel that, you know, I'm going to curse them out if I don't get my way or whether I'm bodacious, all these things are not part of my spirit or my talent at all. However, it is not me who they see, but the representation that has been put out there in the media of who we all are. So we have to practice with our talents that God has given us so that we can break this media spell that has us bound. And I mean, when I say bound, that's exactly where we are. We are bound. We are not advancing because someone else is educating someone else about us. I think that alarm in your spirit, mine goes off every day, two, three, four times a day. Matter of fact, I'll just give you a brief testimony. This morning I had a radio interview uh, with a very famous individual, and I was supposed to drive about 70 miles to meet them in person and uh, do a podcast. And I was really excited for a week about doing it. And today, specifically today this morning, I got up at 5 o'clock, to beat the L.A. traffic, and wouldn't you know, it was pouring cats and dogs outside. I turned the TV on to educate myself as to the freeways and, you know, if there were casualties and there were casualties and freeway closures. You know, I just want to say that in Santa Barbara, 13 people lost their lives today as per the 6 o'clock news from mudslides that taken over their cars and their homes and It's horrible. So this first rain that we had down in Southern California has become a deadly one. And I made the executive decision because I could make that decision, because I am my own boss, and I am an entrepreneur, and I decided I'm not driving today. That was alarm in my system that made me decide to change my trajectory. I think that we have to stay open to what God has to say to us. I think we have to keep ourselves so that we can hear. And many times, how we use our time becomes a permanent distraction from what our purpose is and what God has to say to us. And and I think when I um, give you this information, I think it's important that we educate one another. I think it's important that 
we understand that the number one currency on this earth is not money, it's not wealth, it's time. Because time is something you cannot get back, and we waste it every single day. Now, let's talk about being busy. You know, we can all be busy. I'm one of the most busiest people I think I've got. People calling on the cell phone. I've got deadlines that I have to do with the, the, the program I'm working on. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I've, got, I've got this to do, and I've got, you know, a whole agenda for my daughter. I've got a whole agenda for uh, the various irons that I have in the fire. But the number one thing I notice is that there are two types of time. And this is what Devon Franklin, who has been uh, the vice president of Sony Pictures, who has made several motion pictures, this is what he had to say. There is a chronos time, and then there is a theros time. Now, the chronos time means, and no one has ever explained this to me before, the chronos time means simply this. It's 8 o'clock, and you have to be at work at 8 o'clock. So you need to be there at 8, 745, so that you are in your desk at your space, and you are ready to work by 8. So the chronos time says what time you have to get up, your commute, um, what you have to do prior to getting in that seat or getting in uh, the bus that you drive or, or getting in the train that you drive or Whatever it is that you do, you need to prepare to be there on time because that is what is expected of us. And you work there for eight hours or whatever the duration of your workday is, that is the time. Then you've got an hour to get home, and then there's time for dinner. There's time for your favorite television show. There's time for bed. There's time in a schedule that we all have to adhere to. But now the, the Pharaoh's time is the time that is your destiny. Meaning, <clears throat> I used to always think that, you know, people would invite me to two or three events. And like this weekend, you know, with the NAACP awards and with the parties that are going to ensue with that, yeah, there's a time to be at every single function that has to do with this very important weekend for the NAACP and the Image Awards. But guess what? There is a chronos time that says, if I'm at this particular spot, at this particular time, I might run into a producer in the bathroom and in the ladies' room and shake hands and make a connection. I might walk out to my car and walk right across the street and meet someone who wants to hire me for celebrity makeup artistry. Or I might be at the appropriate time that I step out of my car and walk into the meeting and they're looking for a business to invest in and I have the perfect business for their investment. That is the destiny time. Let me tell you what else is included in your destiny time. When you die, when you're born, when you're promoted, when you marry, 
when you have a child, when you're blessed with a child? I mean, we don't even think about how there is a clock running that we have no control over, and there's another clock running that has to do with our special purpose and why we're here on this earth. Isn't that interesting? So we, 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 we really have to think about time management for 2018. That is the most important thing that we can do to create an inertia of success is to create a management system for our time. We need to schedule what is going to happen for us this year. I mean from what do you expect to happen today? What do you expect to accomplish by the end of the week? What do you expect to have accomplished by the end of this month going into the 1st of February? And guess what? What do you plan to have accomplished when the rainy season is over and you're released and everybody's excited because it's Christmas, remember? And the spring is out, the weather is warm, people are back out of hibernation. It's spring. What do you have planned that you need to have accomplished by that time to be your best self? Is it 15 pounds lost? Is it to rearrange your home so that it is, it is more functional for you? Is it to donate some of your clothing so that you have a, a better, more functional operation when you get up and you get ready for work or you get ready to present yourself to the world? You know, we've got to start thinking about what we really need in our lives and what we can do without. And you know what? That has to do with people as well. Uh, Now, Devon Franklin, Pastor Devon Franklin, spoke about that. And he talked about how we can miscalculate not only who should be our friend, but we can miscalculate how we present ourselves and who we're presenting ourselves to. I mean, there's a big world out there for the sisters that are listening to me that are looking for husbands and looking to marry. I mean, when we start thinking about how we have limited ourselves to a type, to a certain style of man, to a certain job he has to have, to a certain type of car we like to ride in, to a certain region that he lives. Now, I'm just giving you this particular scenario, but this really actually works in almost every aspect of your life. When you stop and think about what you choose to eat, when you stop and think about what you choose in terms of your own limits that you put on yourself. We have got to use this year to remove the limits that we are putting on our own lives. Meaning, so the man that is out there for you, maybe he doesn't even, maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't live within 50 mile radius of you. Maybe the job out there for you, maybe that's not within a 30 minute commute. Maybe it's a 
Maybe, maybe, maybe where you're living is not where you should be. To partake in the better living scenario for your life. So when we stop and think about the habits that we waste time with, like scrolling on the phone, just think about that. We could scroll on the phone. I mean, there are some of these feeds on Facebook and on some of the other uh, uh, Internet uh, time catchers, if you will. You can scroll all the way down, and guess what happens? As you're scrolling, time is just wasting away. When you set that phone down, you have not bettered yourself in one capacity. You have lost time on that. Now, perfect example. Let's say you spent that same 15 minutes with push-ups, set-ups, leg-ups, lunges. Just think about that. 15 minutes a day, they say, will change your body shape. You will see a difference in 30 days in who you are and how you feel about yourself and how you connect to the world. That internet did not do that for you for the time that you dedicate to it every single hour. So if we just say, I'm not going to waste any more time, I want my time back, and God, I need help with this, then maybe we should say no more scrolling. It's so funny. Everybody knows I'm a makeup artist. And I've been scrolling. I've got to be honest. I'm mesmerized with these people who are doing makeup. I mean, they have, I look at the numbers, you know, over in the corner, and oh my goodness, they have like 7,000, 12,000 people watching them put their makeup on for the day. Now, mind you, these people are not makeup artists. They're not professional. Some of them are men that are preparing themselves for not sure what, but they are totally um, denying who God makes them to be, and they're putting on a female persona. That takes them a good two hours. You'll find other women who are there who are making themselves up. Now, you know, I'm all for makeup. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not for that, but there's no practice of sanitation. There's no reference to um, whether this is a, a, a good for you as an individual because we know people are allergic to products and people are allergic. And you may not know what you're allergic to until you try it. So what works for her may not work for you. But she's not trained enough to tell you that this particular product has a, B, or C in it, and that's dangerous, or it could be, um, it could be uh, injurious to you. All she's talking about is how she applies the makeup and how she looks in the end and how beautiful the colors are and how many people are talking to her. Hi, Belinda. Hi, Georgia. Oh, let me pass this one up. Oh, negative people. I'm not going to hear it today. And I mean, there are thousands of these waste of 
time. Waste of time. Let me say that again. Waste of time. We've got to, I, there's other, I, I, I have a, a male friend that watches fights. I mean, people that are like fighting in the streets. You know, neighbors and, and brothers and sisters and friends and ex-friends and boyfriends and girlfriends who are like fisticuffs on these live feeds. Let's just take a moment and just say to each other, you know, I'm going to stop scrolling. Wouldn't that be something if you could stop scrolling? Uh, We also want to understand that the enemy is taking away your productivity. Because when he introduced, now understand that the battle that we're fighting is all in our minds. And this battle is between good and evil. And just like I know what's good for me and what I like and what my preferences are, so does the evil one. He knows as well. He knows better than I do what I'll fall for. And now we should be wise enough and smart enough, and we should be in tune enough to know when we are being duped. And that's really what's happening. Because anytime you are busy and not productive, then that is not of God. And I, and I just need to say that because we have got to stop thinking about what we like and think about what is going to be good for our lives. I mean, we've got to the point now where we have just got to back up and call a spade a spade. We have got to use the intuitiveness that we all possess and the voice that's speaking in our hearts for our personal advantage and for our own personal productiveness. That is a must for 2018. If we are living right now within the sound of my voice, it is time to stop wasting time. It's also uh, how we have to realize what's really speaking to us, what's really calling us. We really have to decide, hey, what are my gifts? Perhaps you don't even know what your spiritual gifts are. Perhaps you have not, and there's nothing wrong with that, because let's face it, we've got to work, we've got to commute to work, we've got to raise our kids, we've got to cook clean, we've got to uh, be up on the news, we've got to uh, uh, get our education. I mean, come on, most of us are juggling one one plus, two kids, a husband, a boyfriend, a love interest, a job, a career, school, and, you know, somewhere down on the bottom line, there's entertainment and all the other stuff that we really like to do. But none of the things that I just mentioned are about our own self-efficacy. They're all about doing for others. So what do you do for you? Ah, see, that takes us back to what our gifts are and what God has given us to do. Just 
special gifts that he has given us. So I think next week what we're going to do is we're going to, I have a test, and if people want to tune in next week, hey, let's take the test. Let's find out what your special gifts are. I'll share my test with you. You can take the test. I'll make it available to you. And that way you can at least isolate where you should be spending more time and more focus. We've got another caller here. Hey, caller. You're on Straight Talk, and we're talking about our new format for the year. You want to state your name and give us your opinion? I'm going to listen to your opinion. Ah, it's Pastor Bob. Wonderful. Well, we've been waiting for you, Pastor Bob, and we're so glad uh, to hear your voice and know everything's going well with you. And right now, what we're talking about is the new format for those who just joined us. We're here on Teach5CL, Galaxy Talk Radio, and we're talking about the new format and your upgrade for 2018. What is it going to take for you to be successful this year? Now, uh, Pastor Bob, you know, I know it's very interesting. I mean, you are a very interesting person because you've been through many, many decades of changes and 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 you've seen how the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the two thousand, and now we're in two thousand and eighteen, how all these changes have not necessarily made us better people, but have taught us how to occupy our time. And that's really what we're talking about today. We're talking about the most important commodity that we have as people. And you know what that is, right, Pastor Bob? It's time. Because that's what we don't have any control of. So why don't you tell us, what is your perspective about how to reclaim your time from distraction and from um, all the things that are in the modern world that are taking our time away? What do you think about that? Well, I... I I really don't worry about time because time is there and it's going to happen. I've resolved to be able to take time to do things because it's passing so fast. Um, I do a lot of things in the daytime. And the night comes up so fast until I have to resolve to do something at night. I am now reading. I've just started last uh, last year uh, to really begin to read and research the Bible days. And so a lot of my time is going to be spent with the Bible, period a lot of my time, because I believe that I can, by the grace of God, produce a interesting book on every chapter of the Bible, whereas people can really understand who God is, who Jesus' spirit is, and maybe they will pray and make up their mind to accept Jesus. 
But this doesn't preclude me from doing other things, such as writing music, which I plan to do. As a matter of fact, my grandson just uh, asked me the other night. Uh, they were all over to the house. And they said, Granddad, man, you're going to write some songs. I, I, I agreed with it. So now I know I have to take time out with that grandson because he aspires to be an entertainer. But he's a foremost Christian. And when I say a foremost Christian, he can probably get up and preach a sermon right now. He will be 14 this month. So these are some of the things that I'm doing. I I don't really like to block out time. I just like to say I'm going to do this now sit down and do it. And well, then that's, that, if something well, else come up. Well, yeah. well that, that's kind of what we're talking about. We we are talking about, you know, um, the duking and the distractions that have taken and have stolen our time. What is stealing our time in 2017 cannot go forward in 2018. Because in 2018, we want to be successful. We want to be successful in love. We want to be successful in the spirit. We want to be successful in our witness. We want to be successful on our job as good citizens, as good students, and as good learners. And, and you know, what I love about what you just said was is that you elect to be a lifelong learner. And what that requires is organization. What that also requires is time management. And it also requires cooperation. I mean, the cooperation of others in the house to allow you the privilege to be able to disconnect and study. And I, and I think well, you that, know what? In, mm-hmm. Let me think. Here's something about that. First of all, in my house, no one allowed me to do anything. I do it. And I don't uh, try to stop others in my house from doing what they have to do. And so when I speak of time, it's not about setting aside time or setting aside this for time or taking time or not paying attention to uh, uh, the other things that disturb people when they have to do things or they want to do things or they're instructed to do things, I just go ahead on and do it. Uh, and I think this happens when I was in the military. While I was in the military and overseas, um, we were instructed to do certain things every day. And this was in a certain time that we had to do these things. But I found out that I could do these things with earphones in my ears, with Chinese language coming over in Chinese language in my ears, or Spanish language in my ears, or Russian language in my ears, and I could still do my job while listening to all of these different things. Even with music, in my ears, I could do my job. So I learned that I can concentrate on more than one thing at a time. I might be writing something, or I might be writing 
my sermon uh, for the month or doing research for a sermon during the month. And at the same time, I might have music playing, the Five Blind Boys, or I might have uh, KJAZ working on, or I might even have a TV on a show. But it doesn't take me away from what I'm doing at the time. So I can really concentrate on several things at one time. And I learned that in the military. So things that would disturb other people possibly from what they're doing just helps me move on. So I don't allot time for a lot of things unless, for instance, I'm getting ready to do a couple of shows. I might set aside some time to do some music because I haven't been doing music like I used to when I was a pro out there. So I might set some time coming up to learn some new songs and do that type of thing and cut everything off. Mm-hmm. No music or nothing. And concentrate well, on a particular thing. See? Well I, I, I wanna I wanna I, I wanted to just say that in listening to Pastor Devon Franklin, we were discussing his sermon of last Saturday at Mount Rubidoux, Seventh-day Adventist Church. And he said, uh, try, um, um, try to stop doing things that don't pay. And, and we're not talking about what doesn't pay because what Pastor Bob was talking about are all things that edify, spending time with his grandson, helping him to find his talent uh, in songwriting and to show him what he has done and how to craft this young man into what he desires. He's talked about how he writes his sermons. He's talked about how he listens to music to set the tone. And these are all great witnesses and great opportunities that we can use. I mean, such as turning off the TV turning on music to set an atmosphere so that we could study. Uh, Maybe if you find that that is distractive, maybe there's a different type of genre of music that will help you study. I found that to be so for me. I, I have to go with something other than what I like to listen to in the car, what I would consider my favorite artist, because those things are distractive when I'm studying or when I'm trying to write, or when I'm trying to create things um, that require my undivided attention. And I think it's important that we understand that the alarm is still going off in our spirit. And it is telling us, I mean, there's not one person within the sound of my voice, Pastor Bob, that doesn't understand that we're living in difficult times right now. I mean, we all are sitting on edge with the political climate in Washington. You know, never before in my life have I ever been embarrassed of every dignitary that is controlling my life and my child's life and my child's future. And I think uh, and when I'm saying controlling, I'm saying indirectly. But let's face it, when things, when the tax program changes and us, you know, people that are 
under, you know, the $5 million annual income, when we realize, and it's going to take a couple years, but when we really realize what yoke and burden we're going to carry and what we're going to get out of it, it's going to be significant as we see, you know, the health bill, the the the, the right to um, uh, uh, our health coverage, uh, the right to Social Security, which we paid into it, the right to um, being able to pay your rent. When we start seeing these things really rolling, really rolling back, and we don't get anything from it, but we're paying more taxes. I mean, this is what we're faced with. So there's not one person that doesn't have an alarm going off in their system. But we've got to recognize that when we have failures, and a lot of, a lot of us are suffering from failures. We're, we're, we're suffering, we're, we're shell-shocked, Pastor Bob. And the reason why we're shell-shocked is because we felt that, we tried that before, I tried I've heard a lot of people tell me, I tried school, I didn't do well in math. I tried school, I hate writing papers, I didn't do well in English. I tried that, so I decided that I would disconnect from school and I would go another route. Well, let me tell you something. The most impressive people in the world fail every single day. You don't hear about their failures because they keep persevering. Just a couple of days ago, Elon Musk, now I'm not going to say I love Elon, but I do like that, that Tesla car that he's got going. He just lost his entire aircraft, blew up in the sky. Literally. He just wasted multi-millions of dollars. One of my favorite guys in the whole world, Richard, um, uh, Sir Richard uh, Bronson, uh, who has Virgin Airlines? He sold it, but you know it was the perfect plane to ride on. I took Virgin Airlines, and I tell you, I would never want to fly any other way. I've got a couple of my friends' jobs on Virgin Airlines as stewardesses because I loved it so much. But really, when you stop and think about how he wanted to have an intergalactic ship that travels around, and he was charging. Selling tickets, $300,000 per ticket to rich people. Everybody bought a ticket. And when they put the Galactica ship up in the air, guess what? It came down and, it, and the whole, his whole venture was scrapped. But, you know, that is just one failure or two failures or ten failures that he has had in his career that we know of. But he continues to persevere. And that is the number one lesson that I want to leave everybody with tonight is you must learn from your failures. And failures, the number of failures you have is the level of success that you will have. So you can't be afraid of failure. You've got to go on and try. And I think it's important, Pastor Bob, to know that we've got to stop nursing that disappointment. You know, I mean, it's okay to be, you know, to understand that, well, I tried that, it didn't work out for me. I tried my business, it didn't work out. I tried to get an investor and I couldn't. I tried to go to school and I couldn't. You know, I tried to get married and it didn't happen for me. I gave that guy my best. 
That's all fine. But quit nursing that disappointment in 2018. Don't bring that heavy burden with you. Drop your bags behind you and start fresh. And, you know, Pastor Bob, one thing that I've noticed, when you look at creation and how God gave us a new day every day, you know, I mean, like this morning when you got up, the greatest thing about today is it ain't yesterday, it's not tomorrow, it is today. And today was a gift. And so when you got up this morning, tell me, don't you feel refreshed like you can start over? What's your, what's your, what's your feeling about how God has given you a new day every day? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, I, I I tell God thank you every day anyway. I mean, it's just natural for me to understand that that's the only way I get up, and that's the only I'm the only way I I can be successful. And you know, is praising God and thanking Him, and He'll make a way for me. You know, that's if if I try to do things. Um, you can't just lay up and say, okay, God, give it to me. So that ain't the way things work. You have to do something to get something. And it's the same way in the Christian world. Uh, You have to do something when you accept God to get something. Now, this doesn't mean that God can't just give it to you because he can't. He owns everything. And, you know, it's one thing I had to stop doing. And I had to stop looking at other people and go to the mirror and look at myself. Oh. Because other people have begun to accomplish whatever they have accomplished or are trying to accomplish or going through. And I have to look at the mirror and say, what have you gone through? And you know you're going somewhere. Where are you going to go? and wind up. I begin to think that way because, you see, I can't go back to 1936 when I was born except with history. But I can see what is happening right now around me. And if the Lord allowed me to see tomorrow, go forth in what is planned. And don't stop looking ahead. Use everything you can from the past, except those things that have not been good or have been bad in your life, and look forward, if the Lord lets you, to those accomplishments in the future. I'm getting ready to cut a CD. Uh, My birthday is coming up. My 83rd birthday will be coming up. By the grace of and, God, and, and, and and we will celebrate that. We know absolutely. Congratulations well, on that. Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's the day that uh, my daughter Val Junior, the, the recording artist, is setting up a studio for me to do a CD. Oh, that's the CD that you the CD that you've always wanted to do and the songs that you always wanted to sing, 
I want you to line them up so I can get the musicians ready for you to go in the studio on your birthday. Oh, that's, that's now, brilliant. This is something that I never thought was going to happen soon, but that I was going to work toward. Mm-hmm. So what I thought about doing in the past is now coming forth in the future. Mm-hmm. And, so and also, you are preparing and you've been preparing. You never put down the gauntlet. You are still performing and preparing and keeping yourself sharp so that when the time comes for the invitation, you're ready. It's not like you said, well, we're going to do this, and you said, well, I haven't, I haven't sang in five years, and I'm not sure I, I, I could even, you know, it, this is what this whole show is about tonight, is to understand, to stop nursing your past disappointment. Pastor Devon Franklin says it is a trick of the enemy. Check out your intentions. Heaven wants you to have success and understand that your setbacks or setups for the future. Oh, and by the way, I like Curtis Curtis Mayfield's song. Curtis Mayfield said, keep on pushing. You can't stop now. Move up a little higher somewhere, somehow. That just, that little sentence there says a whole lot for so many, millions, millions of people. Keep on pushing and don't stop. You can reach your goal, but you got to keep on pushing. And things will, come, things will come right in the middle of your goal. Absolutely. And many people in the middle of the, right in the middle of their goal, stuff happens. They back up, they're mad, they want to smoke a joint, uh, they want to take a drink, uh, they want to cuss somebody out or hit somebody. For what? You're defeating the purpose of what you set out for. You got to keep exactly. on Exactly. It's the trick of the enemy, as we were talking about. And I also want to say, as we're wrapping up this evening, I also wanted to say that it's also he also talked about, as I said, set up your setup is um, your setback is your setup for success. You've got to remember that. And Devon Franklin said something that was very interesting to me. He said, get the vanity out of your gift. In other words, we've got to go back to, to understanding humility and being humble and how God has bestowed these gifts upon us in order to have true success. We've got to practice humility, just like Bob said. You know, he uh, is honored by his daughter, putting this time down for him. Now, he's not going to go over there and be a prima donna and, 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 and be negative, excuse me, to the people that are, he's going to work with. He's already anticipating success, even though he doesn't even know the musicians. This goes back to what I started out talking about that I want to just briefly refresh us. What is the chronos time, which is the time that is in the schedule, that is the commitment, and your syrup time, which is the time 
that is in your destiny. And we just want you to consider from this moment on that you are going to plan, you're going to reclaim your time, you're going to stop scrolling, at least cut it in half for the next couple of weeks, and you're going to understand that you're preparing for your destiny. So you have a talent. God has given it to you. We're going to find it, and then we're going to figure out in the next series, I want to do a series with Pastor Bob as my guest, my special guest, and we want to do a series of eight shows every Tuesday night at 7.30. I want you guys to bring your Bible because we're going to give you a couple of scriptures. And next week, the topic is going to be music. You know, what would Jesus do? Do you think he would enjoy the music that is being played now in the churches and worship? And that's going to be the discussion next week. It's going to be a music. We're going to have uh, uh, one of the musicians, an artist on that's going to talk about the difference between what they do in the club and what they do in the church. And and, and, and join us with your Bibles. I want to leave you guys with two scriptures on reclaiming your time. And this comes from the sermon from Devon Franklin, Pastor Devon Franklin, Vice President of Sony Pictures, uh, married to the lovely uh, Sister Megan Good, and he was at Mount Rubido, Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can go to their website and listen. I uh, implore you to go there and listen to the sermon on how to upgrade your life in 2017, how to get the right download. And he used Ephesians 5, 15, and 16, and Matthew 25, 14, and 15. So the two scriptures for tonight is Ephesians 5, 15, and 16, and Matthew 25, 14, and 15. So, Pastor Bob, this has been our our show tonight. We have talked about reclaiming your time. Next week, we're going to talk about music in the church and what does that mean and and, and how do we go forward? And hopefully a few of you will call in and tell us, what have you decided to do about your new commitment, your new download, your iOS 2018? That's the conversation. That's what we want to talk about. We want to give you positive ways to improve your life for better living. Now, on Monday's Compton Politics, tune in at 7.30 Wednesday. Rosalind's Corner with Rosalind Jordan. Now, Thursdays is Soul Vibrations with Pastor Kwaku. And on Friday, uh, we have a new show with two ladies. We want to welcome them to the T25CL team, and that's going to be Fridays at 7.30. Of course, our own CEO, Andre Ward, has his show at 10 o'clock. And followed by that, we have the gentlemen from the East Coast who are taking over the world, starting with one child at a time. So we're so excited, Pastor Bob. I just want to thank you. Did you have any last words tonight on reclaiming our time? I I would say this. First, those of you out there who don't know God, don't know Jesus, give yourself a chance by picking up a Bible or going to a, a ministry, a Christian ministry, and go to their Sunday school or 
uh, evening school classes to begin to learn. And I guarantee you, if you accept Jesus as your Savior and you're sincere, there's going to be a change. And that change could be for the better for, for you and what you aspire to do and what you aspire to be. I say give it up to God a little bit. Just start out a little bit. Amen. I guarantee you a deal and success will come. Now, success don't always come to everybody because everybody can't handle success. They go many ways with it. But I guarantee you, if you accept God, Jesus as your Savior, amen, your success with whatever you learn about Jesus is going to be magnificent. God bless you all. Thank you very much. Thank you, sis. Absolutely. Well, you heard it there, folks. Now, I just wanted to let you know, in Oakland, California, you can go and worship with Pastor Bob on Sundays at, uh, what time are you at uh, Emmanuel Temple on Sundays? Uh, We're there from 10.30 a.m. until 2. Until 2 on Sundays. And, of course, on Market Street, 70 Church, (coughs) excuse me, this uh, Saturday on the 13th is going to have the 1,000 Mothers to Prevent Violence Cope Meeting. That starts at 1.30, 1 o'clock. So if you want to go over to Market Street at 34th and Market and just peek your head in there and, 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 and meet some warriors, meet some mothers who have lost their children to gun violence and, and just let them know that you support them. Uh, Dr. Pastor Lorraine uh, Taylor will be there. And, of course, if you're in the L.A. Co- uh, LA County, San Bernardino, Riverside County, we want to always the doors open at Mount Rubido Seventh-day Adventist Church on Victoria. So come and join us on Saturdays. Uh, we'd love to see you, but between 10 and 11.30, you won't miss a thing. And, of course, you can always go online and hear it. Hey, you have been listening to the new 2.0, how do I say this, uh, Pastor Bob, to the iOS upgrade for your life, uh, better, le- better living, Scenario that we're going to accomplish in the next eight uh, series, uh, what would Jesus do? And we're going to talk about music next week at 7.30. We hope to have you there. Until then, may God bless you, and may you reclaim your time. Amen. Good night. God bless you.